You have to understand there's two sides of failure. One side of failure where you take the psychological loss before you even take on the customer. And the other side of failure that sheds light on areas that you need to improve on. But one thing failure is not. When you fail, it's not a judgment on your deserving of success or your worthiness as a person. Welcome to The Sales Life with Marsh Bice. Today, we're back in the sales lab where we look at what you do through a microscope, magnifying the areas that you can improve on, adding droplets of technique to your beakers of action. And the lab is never closed, dude. You're never done because nothing stays the same and you got to change with it. So let's get in the lab today and talk about failure, two sides of the coin of failure. Now, we can talk about failure all day long, but the truly experienced failure, man, that shit hurts. But failure, and you know this to be true, failure, man, is so necessary in your sales life. You know what? You know I'm more at ease with with cash customers than uh, than the one who's financing. You know why? Because I've already failed. In my mind, I know many customers have already agreed to a bottom line. So to get them to write another check to protect it, man, that's slim to none. Many cash customers come into my office and they say, Marsh, look, I got plenty of money. So if something breaks, I'm going to take my chances. If something breaks, I'm going to write a check for it. See, I've already taken that psychological loss before they even came into the office. And because I've already taken the psychological loss before they even came in the office, because I've already know, I already know that I failed, I can actually succeed better. And let me explain why. See, because I've already taken the loss, it, it enables me to be psychologically free. I don't worry about losing. I've already failed before you even came in the office. So when I present, I can present in such a way as if, as if it's the casino money, as if it's house money. See, think about it like this. You ever go to the casino and you put up 100 you, and then you're up 200? Well, you put your original 100 back in your pocket and you play with the casino's money, the extra 100. And if you lose it, okay. Well, you lost it. It was their money anyway. You, you, you leave with what you came in on anyway. But if you win, well, dude, that's just a plus one. And I look at it the same way. See, before that cash customer even comes in, because I, I take failure off the table, well, winning's just it's just that little bit of extra. So I, when they come in, because I've already taken the psychological loss, dude, I'm more relaxed. I'm more at ease because, remember, I've already failed before you even came in here. And it's not that I give them a failure presentation. It's not that I don't offer them their options. Of course I do. I offer them a winning presentation. I go over all their options. But what I am is I'm more relaxed. And because I've already failed, I'm so relaxed, I present as if I don't care whether you buy it or not. I do care. But when they say no, I can counter in several different ways. I can actually push the envelope because, see, I've already taken the L. I already took the loss. I took the loss before you even came to my office. And I do well. I do well because I don't worry about failing anymore. I took it off the table. I failed before you came in. And I like this. And salespeople, salespeople love bringing me cash deals because I don't get all pissed off and throw the deal across, uh, you know, like a lot of finance managers do because they say, oh, I'm not going to make any money. Well, because you are right. You think that you're not going to make any money. But if I can just play with free money, it's just free money. It's just It just becomes a game for me. Let me see if I can't get them to write another check. Hell, dude, if they write one check, I already expected that anyway. But what if I got them to write two checks? And I've done this with lost calls customers when I was out there selling. 
when you're out there selling with those, you know, those lost cause customers, those ones who are so rude, so unreasonable. You're like, dude, why did you come in here anyway if you're going to go buy out of town? Well, those are lost cause customers. And you know what? Dude, you can, you can say some bold shit with those kind of customers because you've already failed. You know those customers where you're like, oh, there ain't no way they're buying anyway. Well, go for it all. Instead of just dissing them and walking off trying to get the last word, make it a game where you say, watch this. Let me see. See, this is the kind of shit that you become a legend on. When you can say some bold shit to a customer where you can say, look, dude, I'm trying to, I'm trying to sell it. Why don't you try to buy it? Where you can say, uh, you know, look, did you come in to make sure that it's worth the four-hour trip? Hopefully that the uh, the vehicle's going to be there. You're going to sit around. You're going to hear all the one-liners. You're going to sit there for two hours only to come to find out that what I'm telling you is right. Or do you want to go ahead and save six hours of your life? And let's go ahead and get this over with. We're close. Let's make this deal happen. See, I already took the loss. So when I talk to customers like that, it's not that I'm doing it in a disrespectful way. But, dude, I'm doing it because I already took the fail, because I don't have anything anyway. <laughs> I may just win. I took failure off the table. And see, this is, this is where salespeople, other salespeople are going to see. When you do shit like that, other salespeople are going to be like, holy shit. They turn that guy around. Next thing you know, 30 minutes later, you're slapping the guy on the back, taking a picture with him, posting it on Facebook. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. When you can take that psychological L, you could take that, that loss first. But then there's the other side of failure, man. That's the other side of the coin. The ones that you have a legitimate shot and you don't fail. I mean, that you do fail. You don't sell them. Man, that shit, 20 years later, that shit hurts. It hurts, man, because, and I still, to this day, dude, I still get uneasy when I first get a customer in because my greatest fear is they don't buy from me. My greatest fear is they walk out of the office empty-handed. I hate failing. I hate it. Could have sold them, but I didn't. So let, let me recenter you on this side of failure. Failure is not judgment, man. It's not judgment of whether you're deserving or not of success. It's not a judgment of your, your worth as a person. Failure... Here's what failure really is. It's just a measure of your competence. Sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes, sometimes you have a customer that it, it, sometimes you have a customer that comes in and there's other factors going into it with the customer. They they may be more analytical, so it takes them a long time to buy. Their process is different. They they may not be emotional buyers. They may they may be on a different timeline issue. If what you did Okay, if you present it in such a way you're knowledgeable, you adapted it to, you asked good questions, you're building questions, you presented it in such a way on how it fits into your life, if you maximize the opportunity and you failed, okay, that's not a measure of your competence. But also, if it's the other side, if you failed because you really, if you failed because you really didn't know what the fuck you were doing, you really didn't know your product because you took the last, you know, 10 customers that have pissed you off, you took it all out on that customer. Well, that's a measure. Failing in that instance, what that does is that sheds light. I, re I listened to an interview recently with, uh, with the, one of the greatest basketball players ever, Kobe Bryant. And they said, what do you think about losing? He said, I like it. Now, here's the guy, one of the, one of the great, he, dude, he hates to lose, but he said he likes to fail. He said, the reason being is he said, he said, truthfully, he said, I treat winning and losing the same. I treat it as a process. When I win, I treat it as if I lost 
because I, 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 I put everything under the microscope. I look at it as a loss and I take the losses as a loss. And what I do is I like it because what it does is it sheds light. It gives me better light and exposes the weaknesses of my game, areas that I need to improve, areas that I got it complacent, areas that I let my guard down. He said, so I actually welcome failure. I welcome failure because what it does is it keeps me awake. It keeps me looking. It keeps me growing. It keeps the game in me. It keeps those fires going. That's all failure needs to be for you, man. See, he looks at failure different, and you should too. Look at failure as a revelation of improvement, man, where you need to get better. Look at it where you take an honest assessment, not that it's a, it's a strike against you of that you're not deserving success, that you're a piece of shit as a person. No, dude. That customer that didn't buy, that that failure moment is not a question of who you are as a person. Sometimes it's just a measure of where you need to be. Uh, It's your competence level. Sometimes maybe there were some external factors that you had no control over, but maybe there were other areas that you should have done better on. That's the side of failure you got to look at. Failure on both sides. Sometimes it's that psychological failure where you take the L up front. So you just go for broke when you've got those unreasonable customers or unreasonable situations. You just go for it all. And then the other side of failure where what you do is, is you let it be a light, a light on areas of improvement. That's the two sides of failure. Get your lab, get your ass back in the lab, figure it out and then go out there and make it happen. Hey, thanks for catching the show. Subscribe so that you never miss another episode. Also, share your feedback and show suggestions with me at thesaleslife1 at gmail.com. That's thesaleslife, the number one, at gmail.com. And share the episode with others. And I'd really love you a long time if you'd rate and leave a quick review of the show. This will help get the word out. Remember this, no matter what happens in life, life's all negotiable. And the greatest sale that you'll ever make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. I'll catch you back here next time on The Sales Life.